Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? This week, we're looking for a little dignified transformation. We got the sun making an opposition, which is a full moon, in the axis of the royal rebel. So I want to talk about that, which is basically the sun making its way into the middle phase of the sign of Aquarius, and then it's going to be opposing a waxing moon, a full moon, in the sign of Leo. I'm calling it the axis of the Royal Rebel. And so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about this T-square that's happening with this full moon, which is basically squaring in the sign of Taurus, Uranus, with a little north node. This is basically activating a lot of fixed, sustaining energy in the chart. So we're looking for a little grace in our sustainability, a little dignity in our sustainability. So we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk a little bit about mutability, change, transformation, because Mars and Venus are squaring one another in the sign of Gemini and Pisces. So we want to talk about that. And then there's also Jupiter coming closer and closer to Chiron, which is amplifying our self-empowerment and our healing. So I want to talk about that happening in the sign of Aries. There's a lot going on with the planets. On top of this, we have a green comet that hasn't been around for 50,000 years. Incredible. So I want to talk about this comet and just getting into this idea of really amplifying our self-empowerment with grace and dignity as we hold ourselves accountable, moving into the future, activating our uniqueness in this collective and really letting our soul shine. It's time, y'all. Doing the work. So let's take a moment to tune in. Take a nice deep inhale. As you exhale, start to root yourself into the earth, finding your center in the center of the planet, anchoring it in deep into the soil, deeper still. And the concept is, is that the more we root the broader we can expand, the more we can rise and take up space. And so always in opposition to that, there's a polarity in the, in the situation. There's, this is a polarity planet. And so we're looking to really root, root down and anchor into the earth, feel that connectedness to the planet that we live on. And from there, cultivating your own sense of breath and timing You start to invite the breath into the space, up through the central axis, up through your core central axis, 
out the crown and into the field, the space that surrounds you. And once I start to get that energy in my own practice, once I start to get that energy going from the root, getting that rising, expanding energy, then I'm looking to, to bring awareness and attention into the four directions, whether it be the north, south, east, and west. It could be the right, the left, the front, the back. But the four directions, really tuning into those. And then once you've got that going, you want to start to feel the diagonal spaces, the spaces between, so to speak, the zigzag or lightning bolt angles. That's what we're looking for is to activate and amplify the field as a whole. Another visual of this is actually the Merkaba. If you don't know where Merkaba is, it's the third dimensional star, David. It's basically two pyramids, one going up, one going down. And they're inside of each other. So it's like the, the star David is like this. The six-pointed star is also a na- another name for it. So you get this energetic of the, the three points of a triangle connecting the right, you know, the right, the left, and then the upward energy. And then you have the right, the left, and the downward energy. That oppositional force, when we activate this, we can get those sort of the diagonals you can really start to work the diagonals of the pyramid, so to speak, and beyond. I mean, there are, <laughs> there's so many, we are truly stars and we are, we have so much depth to us. And so when we're, when we're, when I'm cueing this core calibration, it's really about you feeling into your own field and sensing, starting to become more and more aware every time sensing, where does the energy go? Where could I invite more energy to not just be, but to circulate and move? How we do that is through the the tuning in of the breath and the heartbeat. By tuning into the breath and the heartbeat, we're establishing our own rhythm, our own rhythmic pulse, our own electromagnetic pulse. Through that, the field is nurtured. It's invigorated and stimulated through circulation, vitality, Ah, breath, you know, breath in the heartbeat. So that's really, you know, hopefully you're getting good at this because really, really this base core calibration of just taking the one to three breaths or the 17 seconds, whatever it is that you take to get yourself centered and organized in your core. From there, we're looking to then start to take more responsibility and be more accountable for our vibrational presence. That's what this core calibration is all about. And when I think about this on a deeper level, I think about it in terms of, I'm using the phrase dignified transformation today. This is a word, this is a phrase, these two words actually feel very pertinent to this moment in time and space. And when I think about core calibration, I can think of this when we're tuned in and we're activated in our field, in all the directions, in all the dimensions, getting that vitality and that radiance, we start to have a a projection or a shine 
no matter what we're doing, we're influencing the space. We've been talking about this, that our very presence is vibrating and communicating something, whatever our intention or lack thereof is. I mean, this is a, we have a rippling effect on the collective. So that's the point is when we can start to focus our energy and get more intentional about our presence, our vibrational essence, then we can start to communicate it a little bit more clearly. We can start to intend and project a little bit more clearly. But also, this is about us being able to have a little grace and dignity as we move through this earth. This is the royal or the Raj, the Raj way. This royal Raj energy, this lioness, this lion energy is so royal. It's coming from that majestic place that we've been talking about. And it's accountable. It's so present and graceful, this Raj energy that it's, well, on a good day, as Patty would say. That Raj Royal energy is accountable, it's graceful, it's high vibrational, it's coming from the heart. And so when we're core calibrating and we're centered, rooted in the earth, got our heartbeat and our breath's rhythm organized in the center of it all, (laughs) this is where we can start to get a little bit more, we can get a little more power from this. And see, the thing is, is there's so many people like it, it's easy to look outside yourself because it's just, you know, it's hard to look at yourself. So it's, it's fun. to I like to talk about <laughs> humanity in this way is that, you know, a lot of people are just throwing their weight around or they're throwing their energy around. There are people that you can just feel it there. You can walk into a room and they're projecting a vibration. Now, whether they're doing this intentional or not is the next level, you know? And so not only do I want to become more aware about myself and how I'm holding my space, but it's also acknowledging other people and what their vibrational resonance is, because it can be beneficial to recognize if somebody's throwing unnecessary projections out. They couldn't, they don't even necessarily have to be on you. They're just putting them in the field. I mean, that image of Pigpen in Charlie in, in the Charlie Brown stories, how he's just got the dust, you know, I mean, poor Pigpen. But basically, the the that idea of like having this energy, this dirty energy or this f- fluffy bleh, energy, like it are, as they say, your reputation precedes you. Your reputation precedes you. It comes before you. So part of it is honoring not just our reputation, but our vibration and the way that our vibration is represented. See how that works? The way our vibration is represented is our reputation. And so back to this core calibration bit, this can be so helpful because we're doing it when we do the breath work just taking one to three deep breaths to center ourselves, to root into the earth, to tune into the field, all the directions and the dimensions. To do that is a very clearing 
practice, it clears and sort of neutralizes your vibration and brings it to the, to the present moment. And I love presence because being in the present moment now, I can actually organize in a way that is sustainable. And so I just want to say this before we get cosmic, I got to say this, that know that the body, the embodiment piece, the reason why I make such a big deal about this thing every week, the embodiment piece is super crucial because we are third dimensional beings. If you're alive on the planet, you are a third dimensional being at least. (laughs) Many of us are beyond. This is the deal. The more we can take responsibility for our third dimensionality and presence there, our physicality, then we can start to really work the spiritual piece. And I feel like this is kind of, this is the lesson of the times. As we move into this Aquarian dawn, as the quickening continues, we are being called to rise to the occasion, to rise up and hold a higher vibration, a higher frequency. That's going to take a lot of will, a lot of focus, a lot of imagination and creativity, a lot of heart, but most of all, it's going to take presence because in the present moment, we can determine what, what our needs are. What is our range of motion? (laughs) How far can I go right now? Where's my boundary? Not just orically, not just energetically, which is very important, but also physically, you know, sometimes you need to just take a load off and elevate your feet (laughs) so that give your heart a little rest. Elevating the legs is a wonderful way to let the heart rest and the the spine to neutralize. It's a powerful practice. Just laying down and elevating your legs. Okay. So this, this idea of really using, just take it, take this to the next level. Allow your embodiment practice to start to serve you on a physical, spiritual, mental level, mind, body, spirit, because these are the times we have to be adept in all three. And so this is about us taking accountability and responsibility for our own physicality, our own spirituality and our own mentality. Dang. No pressure. I mean, there really is no pressure because your timing is the best timing. Honor this, please. Just honor your own timing is the best timing. It's divine. And so we all have this collective thing that's happening, and then we have this in interpersonal thing that's happening. That's very customized. It's very intent. It's intended for your own, for each of us have our own intended soul growth, soul mission. I'm just trying to activate that. Give it a little love, nurture it, you know? So the best way that I found to do that is through my breath and movement practice. It's really cool because the more you can do it in a physical level, the more you'll start to see it in all the other ways in your life. And it's cool because it's like, then you can start to play with it. Like I get, I was talking about this a couple sessions ago, but this idea of really using juxtaposition, like listening with your heart, listening with your sense of touch, you know, we're, we're trying to start to learn this, this 
learn about ourselves really in this beautiful time on earth, learn about ourselves and take advantage of, of this precious life we've been given. And how we do that is we want to immerse ourselves in the, in the, the experience of being a human being right now. And that is so Aquarian. Humanity is Aquarian. Humans are Aquarians, which we're kind of, I always say Aquarian is very alien-like, but honestly, humans are aliens too. And this is the thing, the humanitarian aspect of Aquarius, it's so deep. It goes so beyond just a human being. It is about humanity as a whole, as an evolutionary presence on the planet, how we come to be. It's con- There's a consideration of the actual thought of survival on a very deep high level as far as being revolutionary in the evolutionary, in a sense, thinking outside the box, going beyond what we thought is possible. So this is all very Aquarian. And my other thought around Aquarius too, is that it's the, it's an air sign and air is so mental. It's intellectual. It's outside the physical, it's outside the body. And so I, when I think about Aquarius, I think about time traveling, astral plane, like not just time traveling, like across the, the, the numer the numerical time space continuum, but like time traveling, you know, like astral plane, astral traveling. I mean, here we go. I'm just going to say it guys, humans, we are becoming, we are evolving to a higher sense of what our capacity is as a human being right now on the planet. And we're being pushed to be more sensitive and more intuitive through this intuition. We're going to be gaining senses of like psychic abilities, telepathic abilities, emotional sensing. I mean, there is just so much going on with the clairvoyance, the clairaudience, the clairsentience, this, this brings me to the Torah stuff, which I'll get to, but I want to talk about the moon actually more specifically. So we have the sun in Aquarius, which I've been speaking of. And then we have the moon that's waxing gibbous into the sign of Leo. When it hits Leo, it'll be the sun opposite the moon, which will make a full moon in the sign of Leo. Now the Leo energy is really cool when you create, when we do this, these, this polarity, this axis, we can always balance. We can understand the signs, each sign by understanding its opposite and it's squares too, which we're all talking about, but the opposites are, are cool because that's the full moon energy and you have the sun and the moon opposite of one another. We understand that the sun is the solar energy, the heat source, the light, that the moon is more of the intuitive, internal, the lunar energy is very calming and cooling. You can see it in the day, but it's lit by the sun in the night. And so this, this balance between the sun, the moon, the masculine, the feminine, the fire, the water, 
Well, right now with the moon coming into Leo, it's really an interesting place for the moon. I like Leo moon personally. I like Leo anything, as you may recall. But a Leo moon specifically is quite the polarity energetic charge because the the sign of Leo is actually ruled by the sun. And so having the moon where the sun is the rulership creates a little friction, so to speak, but it's healthy friction. For me, I think of it as a deep intuitive, you know, that's the moon. I always use that word intuition with the moon. It's so internal. It's so intuitive when we, when we catch the rhythm of the moon. Having it activated in the sign of Leo is bringing some light to our intuitive capacity. The other thing that's cool about the sign of Leo is that it's ruled from the it's it's ruled by the heart. And so Lionheart is one of my favorite ways of describing the Leo. Lioness, lion heart. The lioness heart, the lion heart. It's very brave, it's courageous. It's also the king or queen of the jungle, right? And so this is why I talk about the royalty aspect. So having the sun and the moon in this royal place, it's a very high, majestic, royal place. It brings this high essence of a dignity, of grace, of power, creativity, leadership, To me, the Leo opposing the Aquarius takes me to this sense of everybody, everybody can be king and queen. Everybody is their own king and queen. It's just a matter of your willingness, each individual's willingness to go ahead and put the crown on to take the seat, the royal seat at the table. We can come together, each of us, in our power, but together, in our power, together. We need some good leaders in this world, you know? So if you're one of them, crown yourself right now. Put your crown on and let's go. It's time to shine. These are the days when the Raj rise up from the ashes. Every single one of us has the potential and the power to be our own Raj rebel. Our own highly majestic and royal power player. And this is interesting because... This basically brings me back to like the the thing about timing because I've always been, I've always known about my power and I've had many lessons in my life throughout my life on how to manifest it, hold on to it. I've had it taken away. I've given it away. I've reclaimed it, you know, all in my lifetime, my, and What I feel is so beautiful and divine about right now is that on a collective level, there is a, there is a a swell coming. There is a, a rise coming 
up from from the depths, the people will rise. And, you know, this is actually the whole thing. Like, they're afraid of this. The powers that be are extremely, this is like a, this is a triggering thing to have people coming into their own power. If we all actually saw how powerful we, we, we all really are, if we actually took it, if we took advantage of the fact that we are all powerful and just stepped into it and started living by it, I mean, just feel into that. It's hard to even say it. I'm like shaking my head. I can't, it's intense, you know, thinking about the empowerment of the people. One of my other favorite words for Leo is sovereignty. There is this, this is the, the sovereign, mm, it might be the axis of the sovereign. Yeah, no, it's the royal rebel. Here's the thing. The royalty is sovereignty. In fact, they call the, you know, they're, it's the sovereign. And the idea is, is that as you become more and more empowered, you become sovereign, which is a very rebellious act to be yourself. And so here we are at this full moon, at the Aquarian dawn, full moon in Leo. We have an opportunity right now to really expand, expand and rise from the ashes, taking our power back. And if you can, just put the crown on and step to the plate because this is... I feel like this is, um, it's kind of like there's a call from astrological, like from a collective level, it's, it's igniting this fire in all of us. If you have the will to, to be one of the, the change makers on this planet, if you have the will to be somebody that holds a, a light in this time of heaviness and sadness and darkness and change. Do you have the light and the willpower to be dignified in transformation, to be dignified and graceful during the changing times? This is what what we're being called to do. And that requires us to be integrated and present mind, body, spirit. This is the Aquarian way, the way of the future. So that's the, that's the axis of the Raj rebel, the royal rebel. As those two, as the sun and the moon oppose one another, there's going to be a square. Uranus and Taurus is going to be squaring those, which is Uranus is the lightning bolt. It is the planetary ruler of Aquarius, which I've been calling up. This is the quickening, right? This energetic quickening is happening but it's very, it's very profound and not lost on me that it's squaring Uranus being in Taurus is actually squaring this, this full moon because this is activating again, the, the Taurus energy is all about our sensory perceptions, our ability to tune in the, the, uh, to the feedback and the way the world speaks to us and communicates to us through our senses. And so for me, with this royal rebellion and this grand, this grand quickening that's on the rise right now, 
anything is possible. And that's the point. Anything is possible with enough focus, intention, imagination, belief. We have to trust and take action, like focus our energy and our presence on the direction that we're going, on the things that we want to see, the world we want to see, the way we want to be. We have to focus and make it happen one breath, one thought, one step, one day at a time. So this this energetic T-square of the sun, the moon, and Uranus, all at this point where they're, they're coming together in this, this sustaining field, the fixed energy. These are the fixed signs. And so it just, I always come back to the word sustainability. How do we hold this vibration, this presence, this, this essence of really being royal and Raj-like in our uniqueness, in our presence of ourself, in our humanity, and then activating lightning speed, our sensory system, our ability to communicate and tune in. This, my friends, this this fixed, sustained energy of our royal presence is going to be gently, gently charged by the Venus in Pisces and Mars in Gemini. We are thinking and gathering information on such a quick level now. The, the momentum is picking up. On top of that, Venus moving through Pisces is bringing on this beautiful spiritual connection to our value systems. We have to spiritualize our values on a higher majestic level. This is the thing. Take it to the Raj level. Crown yourself. Make it so highly vibrational that it's an it's a full integration mind body spirit royal integrate it so that it's on such a level where you're being able to communicate through the field to the field your presence just through a vibrational thought an intention i mean guys I'm serious, like it is so matrix out here where we can get, where you can actually ripple your presence through the field without even moving. This is where we're going. We can get, we are highly capable beings. We've got more power than we realize. And so it's time to start practicing this. Use your power, take it back. That's what this North Node in Taurus is all about. That South Node in Scorpio, it wants us it wants us to fall back and give our power away. That South Node Scorpio. But there's this just taking the power back. You know, it's like, you have no power over me. I haven't said that in a while, but it's from Labyrinth. <laughs> that David Bowie movie, Labyrinth. The big line, you have no power over me. I've like defeated the Goblin King because you have no power over me. I just took it back. Through my presence, through my grace, through my dignity, in my ability to transform and change as, this, as these times, just as things kick up, as the quickening continues. So on top of all of that, if that wasn't even enough, we also have Jupiter 
coming closer to Chiron. There's going to be a Jupiter-Chiron conjunction. I mean, it's happening now. We're six degrees out, but it's coming closer. And for me, this Jupiter-Chiron conjunction is amplified self-empowerment. Amplified self-empowerment and self-healing. Take those parts of yourself that feel wounded, that feel broken, pick them up, dust it off, and use it for your benefit. You've been given lessons through pain, through struggle, through strife, grief. This is where we take our power back in our healing. This is where we take our power back in our own sense of ourselves. Aries, Jupiter and Chiron are in the sign of Aries. And Aries is all about the self and the will to live and the will to be thyself. And I like the phrase unapologetically me. So if I'm unapologetically me, holding dignity in transformation, highly majestic, unique, Raj, rebel, Raj, rebel. It's a lot. (laughs) And it's also not. Because really, the only thing we have to do is be ourselves. And it's, that's one of those things where the more present we are, we can be ourselves, you know, so to try not to get too caught in the past, to not get too far in the future, but to to hold a presence in this moment that can reverberate and resonate into the future, into the past, into the time-space continuum and beyond. I mean, it is bigger than all of that. Some people aren't called for these, you know, some people are not called to this to this work. But I have a feeling that if you're, if you're listening, you've been called. Many are called, few are chosen, as they say. Here's the thing. It's not about being chosen by anything. It's about choosing, making the choice in our own lives. You know, we all have a choice on how we want to show up how we want to be on this planet. And for me, it is the biggest honor to be so present and graceful, to to work on it, to to have the time and the space in my life that I have enough privilege to be able to have this be my priority. Like if I am, I just, I feel blessed and so grateful for what I have in my life, for all the love that I have in my life. And I'm wanting to receive more love so that I can give more love. By doing that, it's about acknowledging myself in this moment and just being, being myself here right now, not up to anybody else's standards or timing or rhythms, but my own rhythm tuned into the earth, the sun and the moon, you know, my timing, your timing. When we honor this, we become the gift. We become, we, be, we become a steady force, a soul force on the planet. And that's the thing. Collectively, just consider this. 
if I'm doing it and you're doing it and your friend is doing it and your lover is doing it and your child is doing it and your parents are doing it, your nieces and your nephews and your cousins and your uncles and your aunties, sisters, your brothers, I mean, this is the, we want this. We want this. The more, the merrier. So choose. I think there's not like a, there's not a number limit on this. This is the whole, like there's, everyone can come. <laughs> everyone can do this. This is, you know, this, uh, that's actually what I started realizing too. It's like, we're all so special and unique for sure. And we're all completely highly capable of a lot of incredible things. It's a matter of if we choose to let ourselves step into this, to step into the high vibration, the royal vibration, to be so rebellious in our uniqueness that we shine so bright that we let the people next to us shine just as bright because we're not intimidated or afraid or insecure by anybody else's shine or vibe because we're so solid in our own. We got to get strong in this. This is this, this is basically the call right now. These are the call. This is the call to be brave in your heart, strong in your presence, dignified in transformation. Raj Rebellion is on. Crown yourself, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. And let yourself heal. Let yourself love yourself, you know, like all those wounds, you don't have to carry them in uh, like a badge. Let them heal. Let them heal. And as you integrate them, realize that they become a superpower, not to be used against others, but to amplify yourself to help amplify others. I mean, raise yourself up and the person next to you. Try it. Just try to raise the vibe. Just try it. (laughs) Because a royal, the, the, because the high vibration, the majestic energy that we're becoming Yes, we are becoming majestic as we step into this majestic vibration. It just, it holds a frequency that it, it'll, it's just so conducive to everybody else stepping up too. When you hold it from your heart, everybody else gets to come. Like, just test it. I dare you. Hold a, a majestic vibration. And when you hold that majest, majestic vibration... When you hold that majestic vibration, witness everybody else rise to the occasion. It's a blessing. And I can't go today without talking about this comet. There's a comet rolling through if you haven't heard about it. It's Comet C C slash 2022E3ZTF. You know, so... That's the name. (laughs) You can see the comet this week between nightfall and around 11 p.m. to the north. It's um, between the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. So look for it. See, let's witness this thing. It hasn't been here in 50,000 years. Won't be back again anytime soon. If you can see it, that'll be something for... It'll be something unique. Check it out. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I've got so much love for you. And yeah, amplify yourself and someone else, all right? Let's take it to the next level. We're becoming majestic. Bless it. Much love, y'all. Peace.